Welcome back to One Visit Away with your host, Kevin Fitzpatrick. This show focuses on true stories of philanthropy in order to understand what it takes to succeed in major gift fundraising. Listen to these stories and you'll realize you're just one visit away from a transformational experience for your benefactors and your organization. If you've listened to this podcast for more than 10 seconds, you know that my entire goal is to get you to schedule more visits. Most major gift fundraisers fail in this industry because they do not do the difficult, scary work of scheduling visits with the right people consistently. The majority of my success in major gifts came from constantly seeking to become as effective as possible at scheduling visits. I read tons of sales books, watched YouTube videos from sales experts, and studied Jerry Panis' materials on the matter. On top of that, I practiced. The things I learned from experts gave me the confidence to actually make the calls. Today, I have a great resource that I highly recommend you download. Greg Warner from MarketSmart, this episode's sponsor, has put together a guide to help you schedule more visits. It's titled, Top 10 Tips for Landing More Meetings. Not only does Greg run a company that enables major gift fundraisers to be more effective, but he is a successful entrepreneur that has scheduled countless meetings and been on the receiving end of many people trying to schedule meetings with him. He knows a thing or two about this subject and provides 10 great tips, starting with a quote from someone you know I talk about on this podcast all the time, Jerry Panis. Greg is the real deal, and this guide will help you schedule more visits. Go download it now at imarketsmart.com forward slash more meetings. That's imarketsmart.com forward slash more meetings. The bonus tip, number 11, is my personal favorite. Let me know what you think. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to One Visit Away. I'm very excited for this week's episode. First off, I just got to say last week's episode with Jim Langley. If you haven't listened to that one yet, you need to go listen to it now. It is an absolutely incredible uh, conversation with Jim, and it's been a super popular episode bunch of people have reached out to me just saying how valuable it was to them and getting to see a side of Jim that um, maybe they'd never encountered before. So I really enjoyed that conversation and it's got great download numbers and lots of people have shared it and told me specifically how much they enjoyed it. So if you haven't listened to it, go give that a listen. Uh, This week, got a solo episode for you. And interesting enough, I'd always kind of wondered um, how, you know, how often I should do these solo episodes. Part of it I'm doing simply because it saves me time and I don't always have the opportunity to have a guest, but I've always wondered just like how valuable they are to people. And I was looking at some of the download numbers today and exclude, excuse some clicking you might hear. And the episode that I did, uh, fairly recently that was, uh, yeah, it was back in October, I guess, but it was Stop Saying We Can't Raise That Much, episode number 63. That is the one, two, that's the third most downloaded episode in the history of the podcast. So seems like uh, people enjoy these, and this one I'm particularly excited about because it's right in my wheelhouse of saying things that... Uh, I think are extremely obvious, but a lot of people seem to disagree with. So I might ruffle some feathers with this one, but I think it's important. And um, yeah, I'm just going to get into it. 
it's related to a LinkedIn post I made uh, a few days ago where I started out by just saying, I put fundraising is about the money because for so many times in my career, you know, from when I was getting started out until now, people say this line, which uh, the line is fundraising's not about money. It's about relationships. And this isn't just something I've come across a couple times. If you just Google fundraising is not about money, there are pages and pages and pages of information about this. You know, first first article I'm getting, fundraising is not about money. Second article, fundraising is not about money. Third article, fundraising isn't about money. <laughs> uh, so, some other things. Um, why raising funds should not be the primary goal of fundraising. Um, look, I, <laughs> it almost seems comical to me to have to say this, but I understand the point people are trying to make when they say these things, I think, but what they're actually saying is just not true. And, um, I mean, if you're doing something that is not primarily about raising funds, then you're not actually doing fundraising. You're doing something. Um, and, a lot, and a lot of people just want to say it's relationship building, but it's just not true. Fundraising, major gift fundraising, is not purely relationship building. It is about the money. Obviously, relationships are extraordinarily important and cannot be overvalued. You can't emphasize that enough. But to say that it's not about money, these are not mutually exclusive things. It's not like, you know, people say fundraising is not about the money, it's about relationships. Well, they're, they seem to be insinuating that it can't be both. Like, no, like it is about the money and the way that leads to money is being really good at relationships and treating people extraordinarily well. But I mean, there, there's just a few uh, obvious flaws with this thinking. If fundraising is purely about relationships, how do you choose who's in your portfolio? Well, the answer that everyone says is they look at who's in the database, they see who has the highest capacity and highest affinity, and who's not assigned to somebody, and that's who goes in your portfolio. You don't just walk down the street and say, who are people that look like they could be in relationship? Because if, that, if it really was just about relationships and it's not about the money, then we would just meet with anyone because relationshipping really well would somehow make us successful fundraisers. And it's just not the case. And again, I, I know what people are, are trying to say, which is you... If you focus all about the money all the time and you just meet with somebody and you go, hey, you're rich, give us money, you're rich, give us money, give us money, give us money, give us money, of course that's ineffective. But you need to understand that it really is about the money. And the reason I keep coming back to that is if you don't understand that, there's a ton of problems that are going to come up. If we don't, it's very important in this line of work because I value relationships so much. It's crucial to me that I let people know off the bat what my intentions are. This is relationship building 101. Like, if you want to earn someone's trust and respect 
and you don't want to offend them, you should as soon as possible make your intentions clear with them. So like this applies to a romantic relationship. Uh, if you're just like, well, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be their friend. I'm just gonna be, I'm just gonna relationship super well with this person. And then one day we're gonna get married. That's not how it happens. You need to be clear with your intentions with people. And that's, that's for the good of everyone involved because it gives people the opportunity to then respond appropriately because they know what you're doing. If we're just going, well, this person, again, we, people say it's just about relationships, but I know that's not true because they're trying to form these relationships with people who have money and affinity for their cause. And so if we want to uh, reach out to somebody and we don't make it clear that fundraising, that raising funds for the organization that we represent is a uh, crucial part of this relationship, well, then we can get into a lot of trouble because what can happen is you can reach out to somebody that you just, let, let's say you meet somebody at an event and you know there's somebody you want in your portfolio, well, you just say, hey, uh, you know, Bob and Sue, I, I'd love to take you guys to lunch sometime. Like, I'd, I'd just love to treat you to lunch. Um, man, that's great relationship building, I guess. We we do things where we, we say we're going to treat them to lunch. Well, why do we want to treat them to lunch? The reason we want to treat them to lunch is so that we can eventually get into a position where we can have a conversation about money. That's the ultimate goal in these things. But if you don't make that clear from the front end and you, you start saying stuff like, oh, I'd love to take you to lunch. I'd love to treat you to lunch. I don't do that. I've, I, I stopped doing that very early on in my career because I never wanted people to be confused about why I was reaching out to them. I tell them immediately, hey, if, like if I'm reaching out to Bob and Sue, I just tell them, the reason I'm reaching out to you today specifically is to schedule a visit regarding our organization. How does next Tuesday at 2 p.m. look for you? And what this does is, because I have indicated from the very first instance that this has to do with a visit regarding our organization, money is something that we're going to talk about, um, people know. And so they have the freedom to respond appropriately. And they can say, yes, I'm open to that. Or they can say, no, I'm not open to that. And so when you do it that way, it builds a beautiful relationship of trust and respect where no one ever questions, what is Kevin's intention here? Is he just meeting with me because he knows I have money, but he won't tell me why he's meeting with me? He keeps meeting with me, and he keeps treating me to lunch, and he keeps doing all these things, and he never brings up giving, and he never says anything directly to me about how I might help, but it's always in the back of my mind. And that's what happens when we're so focused on, let's just be in relationship. The relationship, you know, it's not about money, it's about relationships. And so what happens is, people try to do this relationship thing, and then two years later, they introduce the concept of money, and it's like, wait, what? I, th I thought we were just friends. I thought we were just, I thought you were, spending time with me because you wanted to be there for me when my, you know, mom was sick in the hospital or whatever it is. And 
those are all things you can and should do as a major gift officer. But under the context of letting people know right off the bat what the purpose of this relationship is. Like, I don't, I don't just have relationships with people if I'm employed by a nonprofit to raise money just because they want to have a relationship. Like, we, we have a job to do. And this kind of leads me, leads me to another point of why, why I say fundraising is about the money. And <laughs> again, it's in the name, fundraising, raising funds. I feel like Captain Obvious here, but it's, that's what it is. <laughs> like, you can come up with some cute little saying around it. Fundraising is not about the money, but it's just not true. Um, and, and this is important because, because it ties into our effectiveness as major gift officers, as executive directors, leaders of organizations, whatever it is. You need to understand why you work at that organization. I'm talking about this a lot. And again, I get the point. Relationships are key. And I... I think most of you would understand my entire purpose in what I do now is getting people into better relationships with their donors. The more you get to know your donors, everything that I teach, ask any of my clients, uh, basically everything I teach them is not go tell them this, but ask them this and listen. I named my, my business one visit away because I am all about getting in relationship with your donors. And and I use that term visit specifically because, you know, Tom Suttis, uh, it was one of one of his lines uh, is that, you know, something like change the way you talk, which will change the way you think, which will change the way you'll act. And he says, always use the word visit because visit implies relationship. You can't, I don't think you can find anybody who's more on board with the idea of having incredible relationships with your donors than me. But I think that falls perfectly in line with the idea that fundraising really is about the money. I want to move a particular mission forward that I care deeply about, and I want to win. I want to, I want to raise serious money to drive that mission forward. That is in no way in conflict to having incredible relationships with your donors. And so, yeah, um, I could, I'll spare you the boring time of me telling you examples of times that I've really, you know, deeply cared about the donors that I've worked with. But I think if you've, I think anybody that knows me or has worked with me uh, from a, the benefactor side of things knows how much I care about relationships and um, these two things are not in conflict at all. So I get it. It's fun to make a little snappy headline, little saying that says fundraising is not about money. It's about relationships. But I think because people are trying to get across that if you care about people and you treat them really well, eventually when you do talk about money, people will understand that you're not just after their money. But the only thing that I would say to it is let them know from the beginning that talking about money is part of this so that people can freely enter into that relationship and they won't be ambushed in the future. And so that's the episode. 
I hope that's valuable in some way. Going on a little bit of a rant here. But uh, yeah, let me know what you think. Go check out that post on LinkedIn. Um, It's just titled Fundraising is About the Money. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please leave a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. And as always, um, go out there and get some visits scheduled. Um, Go get in relationship with your donors. Get in front of them, have lunch, have coffee, meet them in their office, meet them in their home, and occasionally ask them for money because that's what we are there to do. We want to raise money for the organization we care so deeply about, and they want to give money so that they can accomplish something incredibly meaningful through their philanthropy. And as always, remember, you're just one visit away from growing your mission and your impact.